Hi, welcome to Andis Writing, a tipsy writing podcast for one of our mini episodes. I'm Amy Avery, writer of adult fantasy. I also self-publish under the pen name Avery Ames. And I'm DC McNaughton, speculative and historical fiction writer. So grab a drink, pop in your earbuds, and enjoy today's episode. Hi, so today we're going to talk about ways to learn to train yourself to write even when you don't feel creative or inspired, kind of methods to Pavlov yourself into it. <laughs> yeah. And this is like a, I feel like this one's a tough to one to talk about because a lot of people do only write when they're inspired because they're not like, you know, beating their head into the ground trying to do it professionally. I feel like you kind of start mm -hmm. like as a hobby and then you kind of go professional if you're lucky enough and you want to. I know for me, I decided I wanted to do it professionally. So I've been working without making money for five years and it's been like really, really rough. And so like but that was an, an entire different experience than trying to get myself to write when I wanted to write when I was working in a different job, you know. Mm -hmm. So I feel like it's two completely different things. Yeah. I know personally, I am very curious about what your methods are because see, you do the thing that I tried to do for a while and that was produce like a book a year, but also work a full-time job, which I really struggled with because of a bunch of stuff, you know, family, mental illness, you know, whatever. Like it's, it was a, it was a bunch. So it never worked yeah. for me and I wish it could. Um, but now as I'm like starting to work another job again, cause I need money, I'm, I'm struggling to figure out the balance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I think that's part, I think it's kind of a question in two parts, because I think one is the like, how do you get the motivation to do it when you're tired and uninspired and don't feel creative? And then the other part is like, how do you make story go when you're not feeling creative? <laughs> so there's like the the motivation and the actual creativity of, of the story um, at the same time. And I don't know if we want to like tackle one of those first. Maybe? I know. I know that. So I have been getting up uh, doing the whole nine to five button ha chair hands on keyboard thing now for five years. Uh, and, and, you know, I kind of had to do the same thing when I was working in art. You just have to force yourself to, to do it every single day. Being self-employed is always like that a bit for me. I've noticed that with this new book, I have found my peace, I think, finally with how to do this, because I think this has been the first book I've written, really, where I have allowed myself to go between drafting when I'm really not feeling inspired and then editing when I'm feeling really good. Uh, I never let myself do that before. I always really wanted to write linearly. Like, like I, I couldn't do this chapter until this chapter, uh, you know, I couldn't do chapter three until chapter two is done. Um, but now if I'm editing chapter two and I know that I have some paragraphs down the line that I have to write um, to mend a gap that I had, I will go and I'll I'll draft instead because drafting I can now do without thinking. <laughs> I just start writing because I know that it's going to be bad enough that I'm going to have to edit it anyway, even if on a good day. So I've kind of just convinced my brain that drafting is the thing that I do when I don't feel like doing anything and it still gets stuff done. Mm -hmm. But that also meant sacrificing my, you, it used to be when I first, you know, was writing that my drafting, I would take it low and slow. It was 
it wasn't too slow, but it was, it was kind of like slow cooker where like I took five hours to write 2000 words because like, if I didn't like a sentence, I'd allow myself to go back and rewrite the sentence, like not edit the sentence, but I'd just be like, let's try something else. And I would allow myself to do that. Now, when I draft, I'm like, nope, no takesies, backsies, <laughs> just keep going. And that has sort of become my way of managing um, inspiration, like levels. Like if I'm feeling like I really, if I just really slam my head against writing good material for four days on the fifth day, sometimes I'll just, I'll, I'll just shit out <laughs> words. <laughs> and that's really helped for me. But, you know, I've been honing this process for a long time. So I kind of feel bad because I feel like everyone's very different mm -hmm. on this. Um, For me, it's just forcing myself to do it, forcing myself to hit 2000 words and then being like, now you're done. And eventually it just kind of happens naturally. Right. Yeah, I think it kind of feels shitty to be like, just sit and do it. <laughs> But you also have to just think about the fact that if you if you are writing just for fun, you're enjoying it, you want to do it for that, it doesn't matter. You can just like take a break whenever you're not feeling it. If you're writing with like publisher deadlines or agent deadlines or to try to query within a certain time frame, if you've like set your own deadlines, then you are going to need to like in some ways just sit and do it. And part of the mentality of that for me was the day job because it's like... There are days I don't I'm not feeling it. I don't want to go to the day job. Yeah. But you haul your butt out of bed and you do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so you you have to get that mentality of if you want it to be a job, which you don't have to. Yeah. <laughs> but if you do, you have to kind of start rewiring your brain to think of it that way as like I'm clocking in mm -hmm. and I'm clocking out and you may clock in for like you said a certain number of words you may clock in for a certain number of hours you may clock in for so, so many sprints but then it, it becomes like a job and it's like some days just like at the day job some days you're going to do better than others yep <laughs> some days you're not going to be you're not going to be 100 percent, but you're going to be there and you're going to be present and you're going to kind of do it so that's part of it. And then I think the the easiest answer for the other part of the question was the like, if you're not feeling it, how do you like basically get inspiration? And for me, that's refilling the well. Yeah. Like if you're if you're not feeling inspired and you don't want to write and you're just like, eh, I mean, sometimes refilling the well will help because you'll read a thing and you'll be like, I want to do that. <laughs> yeah. I know recently I've taken to, I mean, this goes for people who are looking to just do it for fun too, and not looking to do it maybe every single day. We have a mutual friend who struggles to write just as a, as a fun thing to do. They really want to do it, but every time they sit down to do it, they really struggle. So we, we kind of give her tips as well. And, you know, something I've been doing lately for this, as far as like, feet, like pushing myself to feel inspired, I've been like making just a lot of characters like disjointed characters they don't have they don't have stories yet i've just been like kind of hmm. having fun again it's weird like i like i feel like for so long i i kind of told myself that if i was going to make a character that had to be in a book or they had to be for D D, or i had to be drawing them or making money on them somehow and like i don't know like lately you know i have a partner who's very um good at helping me open this creative spot for like character building and me and him will just sit around some days and we'll just like 
create a new character just for fun. Mm-hmm. Like it, and it, it's it. the first time I did it, it felt really stupid because <laughs> I'm an oh. adult and I'm like, oh, like I shouldn't be doing this. You know, like this is something I did in high school. And like then I we did it again and then we did it again. And like the more we did it, it now is very easy and it's a lot of fun. Um, And it actually kind of pulled my burnt out creative brain out of this sort of like big rule set headspace because mm-hmm. like you start following the rules because you're an adult and then you, your brain starts judging you uh every time you break one of those rules like oh no new characters they need a story this and this and that you have to finish this book first before doing that and like honestly i so i i have this story that i've been conjuring up every once in a while now and like thinking of that story and thinking of those characters actually drives me to write the current book a little faster because like it's not that I'm rushing it, but mm-hmm. it feels like I have something to work toward, uh, which is really exciting. Yeah. So there's that. I'm allowing myself to be excited about things mm-hmm. like a kid, and it's kind of working. <laughs> it's the thing we we touched on in another episode, and I do not remember which one it was. We have too many now. <laughs> so many. But about the the learning to play again. Yeah. And like play in your worlds and play with your imagination and you know, take a take a day or a week off of the thing that you're trying to work on and just play with anything else. Mm-hmm. Like, like you said, make up characters, write, you know, a use write fan fiction, just, yeah, just whatever, like makes your little brain sparks, your little, you know, dopamine hits go. Yeah. Do that for a little while. And eventually you'll come back around to the the original thing but the more i think the more pressure you put on yourself the harder sometimes it does get especially with certain types of neurodivergence Mm -hmm. the like because you know there's the adhd thing of like i have to do the thing but i'm not doing the thing and then you feel guilty but then you like drag your feet on doing the thing for some weird reason it's like i'd say your brain's like but but there's too much pressure now i can't do the thing and (laughs) So maybe being like, okay, okay, that thing is not something I have to do anymore. Yeah. I have released my obligation to do that because it's 99% of the time. Sometimes there are deadlines involved, but they're usually not like it's due tomorrow unless you've hit that point. Yeah. (laughs) Unless you've gotten there. But, you know, usually it's like, okay, this is due in a few weeks. I can take three days to play. Because if you do that, then the next two and a half weeks are going to go much better than if you sit there and bash your head against a wall for two of the weeks and then scramble and freak out and do it the last. Yep. Yep. And honestly, I feel like if you're if you're still struggling at this point to find a way to get into that space and like even like removing the rule set or anything, this is going to sound like completely left field. But like if you're one of those people who works this way. I feel like we need to get a list of games that have character <laughs> creators. <laughs> um, maybe even like free ones. I know like sometimes mm-hmm. like just opening up Elder Scrolls or surprisingly enough, uh, WWE like 2021 <laughs> has like a really good character creator or even just downloading Unreal Engine and playing with the because Unreal Engine is free, um, and you can kind of just play with the human faces, and it's just fun. Like, cause it, and you start to get like 
um, attached to certain like attributes and you're like, oh, I kind of like this. And oh, I kind of mm -hmm. want to meet this person. And then it sort of almost drives your creativity, your inspiration. Like, so sometimes when like, I really cannot find creativity, I will go and start making like doing character generation stuff now. Like I didn't used to, but I've been doing it like lately. And it's, uh, it's a game. <laughs> it's kind of a game changer. <laughs> also just like, uh, searching. Oh, me and my partner, we were searching for 3d, uh, D and D mini models on, oh. uh, some of the, like the mini factory and stuff, mm -hmm. just looking for models. We could print on our hero forge. Yeah. Yeah. Heroforge.com. So fun. We should get a list of these and put them up on our website because mm -hmm. like you go in there and it start. it's, it's doing a creative thing, but you're not actually putting any labor in. You're literally mm -hmm. just moving things around. You're like, um, deciding on, you know, this, this nose or those paraphorans or that tail, something like that. And like, it's still using your creative brain, but it's, you're not actually doing any labor and actually mm -hmm. it turns the lights on without having to put forth a lot of energy, especially if you're tired. Yeah. So yeah. If you've never played with heroforge.com, even if you don't play Dungeons and Dragons, a lot of my clients that commission me, they will go to Hero Forge just to make their character references <laughs> because you can color them and everything. It's a lot of fun. They have lots of armor sets. It's just fun to mess around with and just exercise your creative juices in a different way. Um, if, mm -hmm. if that sort of thing works for you. Yeah. And if you're a game person, you know, sometimes again, it's that world builders attitude, but not being able to write. I really like banished. It's one of those real time strategy like build your own city kind of games but it's really like it's dumbed down compared to a lot of city builders and i think that the like zoo games and city builders they're a lot of fun because it lets you lay stuff out it lets you organize it lets you think it gets your brain kind of working and you know it may seem like you're wasting time but actually <laughs> <laughs> you know brain age games are real because you know you, you start playing the people who play them to you know avoid alzheimer's or like whatever they don't want dementia so they start like working their brain muscles but it's, it's like lifting weights if you do this stuff with your brain and you make your brain do little menial tasks like you know putting together a jaguar exhibit in planet zoo <laughs> it you're it actually is refreshing like i know if you're not a gamer and you're listening to this you're probably rolling your eyes seriously though stop because this you cannot be all go like a hundred percent of the time because sometimes your brain needs to exercise in different ways and if you're looking at text all day let, let's say you go to work and you you know you're you're doing data entry and you come home to write that's like almost doing the same thing like your brain isn't getting a relax and if you watch tv then that's great you know i'm i'm all about relaxing and watching tv but if you're looking to be creative it doesn't really use the same muscles so like just doing mm -hmm. something that's easy and i mentioned banished because it's easy it's literally like it's not like a big city builder where you've got like a million different things you can build and all these parts that can go along with it like it's literally just drag and drop houses and pastures and fishing holes it's so easy and it's super fun and it literally costs like ten dollars like uh, it's on steam <laughs> i should probably like write a list down we just like have it somewhere because i don't know don't put yourself down for playing games um that did actually just remind me of something if you are one of the people who really just needs like somebody to light a fire up your butt that just you know that you work better that way and or you like to gamify things 
where you're like, okay, if I get this, I get a new level and I get to do that. Um, there is a website called For the Words. It's the number four the words.com. I think it's a dot com, but look it up. And it's like a uh, like an old school RPG game, like a you know, kind where you have the monster fight and it's 2D and sprites and stuff, but you fight monsters by completing writing challenges. So you have to write a certain number of words in a certain amount of time to fight this low level monster. You have to fight, you have to write more words to fight a bigger level monster. That's cute. And go through all the different levels and challenges. And it's the same RPG thing. You collect items and you build up your gear and stuff like that. Yeah. So if you're somebody who like works with that sort of like gamifying motivation, that can be a way to like help you kind of get into the vibe and make it fun so it's not entirely a job you are playing a game while you're doing it mm-hmm. yep that's good shit yeah um and if you didn't want to do games i know some people make like pinterest boards like because you're mm-hmm. still doing work on the book that way you can go to pinterest and start you know drag and dropping like character folders and then doing all these little like the ideation the you know making uh what do they call them i know you know the like aesthetic the aesthetic boards, or, boards yeah. for like characters and stuff it sort of mm-hmm. is a way to it is work it might not feel like work but so long as you're adding new aspects to your characters and you're really thinking about them critically and like you know what aesthetic goes with what character like it, that is still work and then when you mm-hmm. go to work on your book the next time and you're drafting it's going to happen a lot easier mm-hmm. obviously if you're doing the writing for work thing sometimes i really struggle to find time to do stuff like this but i tell you what if i have three days in a row where like no matter how hard i sit and force myself to write i'm just dragging ass uh sometimes i will take a day off to do stuff like that because it resets me and it actually makes me work mm-hmm. faster which is what we want right so yeah it it i think that's my biggest takeaway from this is the if you pause to do something else that helps refresh your brain and refresh that creativity it is actually going to go faster than if you didn't take that pause. Yep, absolutely. Do it. You got to pause. You got to pause. It seems counterintuitive, but it is. <laughs> and I should probably learn to take more of my own advice. <laughs> yeah. I have not hit the pause button in a little bit, but that's because I'm super behind. Yeah. I dug myself a hole. I took too long of a break, y'all. Well, I don't know if it counts as a break, but <laughs> you didn't get to write for a while. Oh, man. But okay, I well. think I think that pretty much rounds it out. Yeah, I think that about covers it for me, too. Yeah. All right, guys. Okay. Well, All right. see ya. Bye. Bye.